0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Tuesday, August the tenth. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of Saint Paul's letter, First Letter to the Corinthians, chapter two, verses ten through sixteen. First Corinthians two, chapter uh, verses ten through sixteen. And uh, we are told uh, regularly by the uh, healthcare professionals that it's good for us to have an eye checkup. We should have our eyes checked uh, every six months along with our heart, which we talked about last week. And also, uh, for example, our um, teeth, the dentist wants to uh, grab a hold of us to explore around in there to see what... uh, evil lurks in our mouth, and so on and so forth like that. And it is a good idea to have uh, an eye checkup. Uh, I went recently, as a matter of fact, and went through all of the uh, flipping of the glasses and all of the examinations and so on and so forth like that. And so we check our natural eyes. St. Paul is telling us this morning... That uh, there's another sight that is really insight. It's not seen with the natural eye, it's seen with the soul. And it is the soul that is the tabernacle, the dwelling place for the Holy Spirit within each and every one of us through our baptism, through our confirmation, and in our everyday lives. The Holy Spirit indwells in us, and we are called to see things not just with the natural eye, which is necessary, of course, have to be able to see. We know how difficult it is uh, when our vision becomes blurred, or even when we get something in our eye, and it impairs our vision. Sight is a precious gift, but... An even more precious and essential gift is the ability to discern the Holy Spirit and to see with the supernatural eye, the eye of the soul. St. Paul begins by saying that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, scrutinizes all matters. Uh, Everything is open to the Holy Spirit. There's nothing that can be concealed, hidden, uh, that we can do in private that the Holy Spirit is not aware of and scrutinizes. And uh, Paul begins with a very interesting uh, little example. He says, for example, who knows a man's innermost self but the man's own spirit within him? In other words, we are not in a position to judge the intentions of a person. We are not able to read hearts. We can see what a person does. We can hear what they say. We may even be able to be one of those who can read body language. But we really don't know what's in the depth of a person. Very often, we surprise ourselves. We say, oh, I can't believe I said that. Oh, I can't believe I did that. Or I can't believe that that person did that. Well, if we are a mystery to ourselves, as St. Augustine says, then how much more so are others a mystery? We may look at others and say, wow, they have it uh, all together. They have a beautiful family, a good job, good house, good car, all of those kinds of things. I see them and they're always happy and smiling and friendly and neighborly and all of those kinds of things. And we say, wow, they're the total package. And we hear through the grapevine that that particular person uh, has been struggling with uh, uh, an illness and they haven't really told anyone about them. And, um, they keep it to themselves or to their intimate circuit circle of family. And uh, that surprises us, as if somehow we should have known that. There are many things we don't know. We're not able to discern just at the natural level. The great philosopher Immanuel Kant once said that few of us would walk in the shoes of another if we knew the shoes the other was walking in. And it's very true. Sometimes we are surprised, for example, tragically, when someone takes their own life. Oh goodness, I was just talking to them the other day and they didn't say anything. They seemed to be very happy and uh, not worried. Uh, They didn't mention anything. Their life seemed to be normal. And it comes as a surprise to us. We don't know the burdens, the weight that uh, rest on other people's shoulders, the crosses they're asked to carry. Uh, We don't know the turmoil that may be going on inside of them. They don't uh, share that with everyone. So St. Paul says, you know, that um, who knows what goes on inside of people. We don't, we're not able to judge intentions. That's really up to almighty God. And then he says, similarly, no one knows what lies at the depths of God, but the spirit of God. Um, We often say, well, why did God do that to me? Why did God let that happen? I prayed and prayed and prayed and this didn't take place that I wanted, that I knew I needed, that I desired. Why, why didn't God deliver? The great spiritual writer of the 20th century, C.S. Lewis, said that when we get to heaven, we will be praying and thanking to God a great deal of the time for all the things we prayed for and we didn't get. And if you look back on your life, think about that for a moment. It's very true, isn't it? that very often we storm heaven with our prayers. We have to have this. This must take place. Without this, we don't know what we'll do. And we don't get it. And we become sometimes angry. We're depressed, forlorn, disappointed. And we can't figure, maybe I didn't say the right prayers. Maybe I didn't do enough penance. Maybe there's something really wrong with me. Maybe God doesn't care. And yet, afterwards we see, I am so glad I didn't get that job. I'm so glad this particular thing didn't take place. I thought at the time it was so important and so good and so right. And this other door opened, this other path was cleared. And I walked through that door and down that path which really turned out to be a blessing, a blessing I didn't see, a blessing I didn't expect, but it turned out so well. So many people pray as if God will give us, if only God knew all the things that we know, as if somehow God is in the dark. It's we who don't see around the bend. It's we who don't have God's eye view of things. And that's why in prayer, it's always, God, your will be done, not mine. God has a divine plan for each and every one of us, each and every day, Uh, unexpected. Uh, God, God sees us, and Jesus says, the hairs of your head are counted. God knows what you need before you even ask him. And so it is that trust and that surrender to walk by faith, by insight, and not simply by the natural eye. Paul says that um, we speak of these gifts, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, not in words of human wisdom, but in words taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual things, in spiritual terms. When you go to the eye doctor and you get your glasses and you get them fitted properly and you get the right lenses you can see, Uh, we need the right lenses, the right glasses to see things. Not simply on the surface, not simply what is above ground and visible, but through the Holy Spirit we see what is invisible, what is God working in our world, whether they be great world events or whether they be the everyday events of our life. God is never absent, but God is working. And St. Paul says, the spiritual person can appraise everything, though he himself can be appraised by no one. For who knows the mind of God so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ. Jesus did everything that the Father asked, everything he was sent to do. And in the garden, Garden of Gethsemane, let this cup pass from me. I don't want to go through this crucifixion and this passion. But not my will be done, but thine be done. The Blessed Mother at the Annunciation, St. Luke tells us, was deeply troubled. But she says to the angel, St. Gabriel, let it be as you say. That surrender, that tranquility and trust and faith that all things work unto good for those who love and trust in the providential care of Almighty God. So it's good for us each day to have those uh, spiritual, spiritual eye exams. Natural eye exam, that's fine, we need that. But more to the point, we need a spiritual eye exam, the eye of the soul, that spiritual evaluation and discernment of what the Lord is asking of us today. It may be a surprise. It may be something we are not looking forward to. It may be something that fills us with excitement and anticipation. Whatever it is, Lord, your will be done, not mine. And through the Holy Spirit, may I see, see with the soul, the eye of the soul, your will, and through your grace, may I walk clearly in your holy will. There is our peace. There is our tranquility. That brings us ever closer to Almighty God. May you see clearly in the Holy Spirit, this day. God bless you.